Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. All right, thanks for joining us today. We're going to be talking about knee arthritis, pain, and function. Again, knee arthritis, pain and function. We're going to be referencing a study that was published in January of 2018, so a pretty recent study. It's titled Efficacy of High-Intensity Laser Therapy in Comparison with Conventional Physiotherapy and Exercise Therapy on Pain and Function of Patients with Knee Arthritis. It's a randomized control trial with 12-week follow-up. This is published in Lasers in Medical Science. We'll come back to that here in just a minute. Let's talk about first, what is knee arthritis? Well, it's a very, very common, more than 3 million cases per year in the U.S., a uh, very common disorder of the knee. And to quote the study, it's characterized by deterioration of the articular cartilage and subchondral bone sclerosis due to biomechanical and metabolic factors. What does all that mean? Well, that means basically the cartilage in the joint, the slippery substance that lets that knee move nice and smooth, has broken down. And, and that happens um, for, with a lot of different causes, but one of the causes is injury, um, sometimes infection uh, in the joint. There are, there's many different causes, but essentially we're talking about wear and tear, damage to the kind of internal parts of the knee to where it starts to interfere with the smooth, gliding, hinging motion that the knee is supposed to have. So it's, you start to get pain. Uh, you can get pain deep in the joint. It can be more uh, superficial where you can kind of point right to where it hurts. Some people feel some grinding, some crunching, some clicking. Uh, in some cases, it'll actually feel like the knee kind of locks in place. And you won't be able to actually move the knee like you're supposed to. Um, this a lot of times is kind of a gradual onset. It's not something people wake up with overnight. It's just as you look back over the last six months, realize you've been having this pain in the mornings or stiffness, this crunching and grinding sensation. Uh, a lot of times this results in the difficulty of going up and down stairs uh, or up and down inclines. That's where people really tend to notice it. So you'll find that you start avoiding stairs and taking the elevator uh, just due to the amount of pain that you're in uh, there in the knee with it being you know, in the middle of this arthritis process. So one contributing factor to this can be uh, weight. Many, many patients who are in that overweight or obese category end up with this kind of advanced degenerative change, this advanced wear and tear, and also weakness though. Weak thigh and leg muscles can actually put more wear into the internal parts of the joint and cause it to actually wear out faster, even if you're not overweight. So the outcomes for knee arthritis are not super great. Once you have arthritis, it doesn't just go away. This isn't something the body is usually able to recover from. So oftentimes this leads to you know many people getting uh, surgery and injections, interventions like that. The current treatment uh, recommendations include the use of medications, uh, anti-inflammatories uh, like meloxicam or over-the-counter treatments like uh, ibuprofen and Tylenol. There's a lot of times uh, physical therapy, which we'll come back to in a second, but most of us know somebody who's had a knee replacement 
And that's exactly what the knee replacement is really kind of designed to do is to combat and replace the parts that have been worn out uh, in an arthritic knee. Now, the knee replacements do have pretty high success rates for severe osteoarthritis, but what if you're in that mild to moderate category? You know, you're still in a place where the knee's not functioning well, you're not able to do the things you'd like to do, and you're dealing with pain, but you're not necessarily a good candidate for a replacement. Well, that's where PT really does come into play, and for mild to moderate knee arthritis, physical therapy historically has been pretty useful. So this study, going back to the study that we talked about in the very beginning, actually compares laser therapy to physiotherapy and exercise, which is basically what most of us will experience if you go into a physical therapy office for a knee problem. So this is a pretty neat comparison because we know that exercises and physical therapy can work pretty well for this mild to moderate arthritis. And if we're taking something we know that works pretty well and comparing it to laser therapy, well, we should have a pretty, pretty reliable outcome. So let's jump into the study and talk about what they were doing. So first of all, they were using high intensity laser therapy and they say in the study, quote, that that involves higher intensity laser radiation. It is a new, painless, and powerful modality that showed significant results in pain reduction. High intensity laser therapy with its own photochemical, photothermal, and photomechanical actions has many therapeutic benefits, including antalgic, which would be anti-pain, anti-edema, and biostimulating effects. So we're talking there about actually repairing, not just uh, covering up pain symptoms, but actually repairing some of the tissues in the knee, making them a little bit more back to normal because you can reduce the pain, you can reduce the, um, the inflammation, you can reduce the edema, and you actually stimulate the repair of tissues. And it's got the advantage, they go on to say, that uh, these high intensity lasers have greater power and greater depth of penetration for deep tissues. Now the knee is a pretty big joint, so we're talking about needing to get in uh, pretty in depth there to that joint if we're going to make some kind of difference. Now this study worked with a particular type of patient, and it actually is the type of patient that does well in physical therapy too. So these are folks with mild to moderate osteoarthritis of the knees, their ages were between 50 and 75 years old. They had a BMI, a body mass index, of up to 30. So folks that were overweight, but not in the obese category. And also people that had a pain of more than 2 out of 10 on a pain scale. Does that sound familiar? Do you find yourself in that category between 50 and 75? Maybe a little bit overweight, not necessarily obese, but with pain of more than 2 out of 10? This definitely would apply to your case. So the researchers tested not only pain, but also range of motion, how well the patients could move the knees, uh, how long it took them to get up and moving from sitting down, and also how well they could do on a six minute walk. Those were the tests they ran. And so they did these tests on the, these participants who had either laser therapy and exercise or physical therapy with exercise. And they did 12 sessions over four weeks, so that's three treatments per week for a month. And they used a high intensity laser, like we talked about before, which took about eight minutes of treatment time. 
The uh, physical therapy they did used ultrasound and a TENS unit. Now, we know that the exercising can be beneficial, so they just went ahead and assigned exercise to everybody in the study. Now, here's, let's get to what we really want to talk about, the results. Here's the results. What they said is that the highest improvements, the best improvements in these patients uh, for the pain, the actual range of motion, everything they tested were definitely in the laser therapy group. There is a good difference for the folks doing exercise too, but not nearly as much as laser therapy. So we're going to quote the study here. They say our findings indicated the superiority of laser therapy on reducing pain, increasing range of motion, improving function, and improving outcome scores as compared to conventional treatment. Furthermore, we observed significant differences between the groups after the 12-week follow-up. So what they did is they treated these people for about a month, and then they came back two months later and said, okay, how are we doing? At that point, the people who had laser therapy were still doing better. So they go on to say further that the outstanding finding in this study was the immediate and long-lasting effect of laser therapy on decreasing knee pain, much more so than the other interventions. Again, quote, no adverse effect was reported by the patients during or after laser therapy, end quote. So that tells us several things. One, if you're doing exercise, that's great, but laser therapy can make that even better. Also, laser therapy is safe. We don't have to worry about medications or surgical outcomes that aren't so great. If you find yourself in this category of patient, 50 to 75, pain of at least a 3 out of 10 or higher, as well as you know maybe a little bit overweight but, but not obese, then you have the potential to definitely benefit from laser therapy, especially if we add that in some simple home exercises. Now, another thing we should take away from this is that we need the right equipment. This was a high-intensity laser unit. Not just any laser will do. Not just any kind of light therapy will do it. It's the right kind of equipment that does make the difference here. One other thing to notice too is that ongoing treatment is not always required. I mean, these folks had about a month of treatment and they had at least three months of good ongoing improvement from just those four weeks of laser therapy. So if you find yourself in this category, you've been dealing with knee arthritis and you want to do something that has good, good effectiveness on the long term, highly encourage you to look into laser therapy. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.